0: Welcome back to the Trifecta Soft Podcast. I'm your host, E Rock. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so you never miss another podcast. Also, do me a favor: go on to whatever podcast app you listen to us on and give us a rating and review. That really helps us rank in the searches. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast. You must have a good internet so i appreciate that <laughs>
1: yeah for sure this whole like work from, work from home thing i've really taken seriously so I've, I've tried to get my setup kind of tuned down a little bit
0: yeah man that's uh uh i, I watched a few of your videos you just started a youtube channel like recently At like like last week pretty much yeah <laughs> right
1: literally last week hmm.
0: i am uh i'm really surprised you don't have uh your face covering on yeah. Because the video I did with, or the, I watched, you were talking about why I do airsoft.
1: Yep. Yeah. It's, I kind of, when I first got into it, and we can talk more about it, but like when I first got into it, um, I, you know, the face curving, I was inspired by people like administrative results because I was, you know, that's kind of where I got my name from for Instagram. Um, okay. and I did it at first just to be kind of, you know, in case like someone at work found my videos. Just to have, like, be, you know, a little anonymous on the internet, which is kind of bullshit because it's the internet and anyone can, like, find out anything. Yeah, Um, true. But after a while, it's just kind of like, I'm playing Airsoft. I'm not, like, an an operator who's, like, you know, out there, like, you know, snapping necks and taking names, like, stuff. It's it's Airsoft. We're shooting plastic pellets at one another. So, yeah. Um, The face mask has come off since then.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I I mean, I was, uh, I mean, I was down for it if you wanted to wear it. That's fine. I, yeah. I mean, fact, Hey, I, if people like it, I'll, I'll, <laughs> <put them on. laughs> I'll hey, it's blown now, know. bro. You're on here. So <laughs> my covers prone. Damn it. Nah. <laughs> well, I mean, this is recorded, so, you know, right. we, we could cut it out, but no, I did. Uh, I got a message from one of the guys in the UK that I'm going to be doing a uh, podcast with next week. And he asked me, uh, can I wear my face covering? I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, like yeah, wear absolutely. whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: Oh, you nice. know, good on you, man.
0: Hell yeah. So you're in uh, you're in the middle of the country, I think, right? You're in Texas somewhere.
1: Yeah, I'm down in uh, Houston, Texas. Uh, moved down here about a year ago uh, from Savannah, Georgia, where I went to college, and uh, I've been loving it, man. I uh, grew up in um, Minnesota, Minneapolis area, and so I've, I've paid my dues when it comes to cold winters and stuff like that. So I'm loving uh, the South.
0: Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. So you grew up in Minnesota in the cold and I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio and the oh, cold there you go. as well. Oh, Okay, yep. yeah, so you
1: know exactly what I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> exactly. So we've been in uh, South Carolina for like 14 years. Oh, beautiful. It, okay, Where at I, uh Simpsonville. Simpsonville. Okay. It's My right it's by uh, in
1: South Carolina. It's it's beautiful.
0: Yeah, we love it here. It's by Greenville. Greenville. Okay. So it's like the uh they call it the Upstate. It's we're about you know less than an hour from North Carolina border. Oh, wow. Okay. So, about three hours or so from Myrtle Beach.
1: Oh, there you go. Okay. So, beach. yeah.
0: Yeah. So, anytime the, uh, the bad weather hits, you know, hurricane stuff or whatever, uh, we don't get hardly anything, you know? Lucky. Lucky. Yeah, we're That's, in a good spot. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. You, pick, you picked a good location. <laughs> so, uh, I've been reaching out to a bunch of people on Instagram mm-hmm. uh, just in the last, like, month. And, uh, you know, to do some podcasts and stuff, I was really excited that, uh, you wanted to do one because I like your gameplay videos thank you. and, um, you know, it's a new channel and I like the video you, where you, you know, you were talking about why I do airsoft and you're kind of giving some explanation on that and yeah. a little bit of background and stuff. And, uh, so anyway, yeah, I was excited that, uh, you wanted to join me on here.
1: Yeah, dude. I mean, seriously, thank you for giving me the, the opportunity to come on here and, and talk with you. Um, this is my first kind of official podcast that I've done, so I was definitely looking forward to it and very excited that uh, you reached out. So thanks. Awesome. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I'm glad. Yeah, I. Uh, so I think the in the last probably six or seven people I've uh, done a podcast with, it was their first, uh, most of them, it was their first podcast. That's awesome. And, um, you know, I just started doing this on our channel probably six months ago. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, just to have something to do, you know, something to post on the channel. And I've always been talking to, you know, most of the people that follow us, Mm -hmm. like we have some, you know, core followers that, you know, started following us right when we started the channel and they're still on our discord. You know, we, we talk all the time, you know, chat through there and I've done some, you know, just like video calls on my phone, uh, with people just random, you know, like on a weekend, like we're just chatting and I'm like, Hey, what are you doing? You know? So I'll just video call them and just bullshit. And, um, I thought, you know, I, I should do this on, uh, this kind of format where Just start recording you
1: know, this. Yeah. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. man Cause, uh, some of the guys, bro, they have some good stories and, you know, uh, I, I love, you know, hearing the, the different stories. I don't know if you mm-hmm. saw the, um, the one with, or well, the handful of them with a uh, keeper and, uh, he, uh, he, so I was doing some with him. It's, uh, I call him keeper gun show. Because he's got so many, so many airsoft guns, bro. Like, like specialty ones. You know, really cool ones. Really. And he has a story behind every single one. That's I think cool I'm when done you have a story behind it.
1: That's that's awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. So, you know, and he's got he's been playing since, um, uh, like the mid '90s. Wow, bro. He's been at it
1: for a minute, <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: saying. that's insane. That's insane. In the
1: '90s, I was like, yeah.
0: And he's got a YouTube channel. He's been on for a long time. He's got uh seven hundred videos on YouTube.
1: Jesus Christ!
0: <laughs> I was like, I said, Keeper, dude, you—he's like the you know the most experienced airsofter I've ever met. You know, I was going to
1: say, yeah, because I mean, most of the people, it's you know the couple of years give or take. Yeah. But he's been doing it since the nineties. Yeah, and he mention, still loves like, it. Maintaining a YouTube channel and amount of work it takes to kind of upkeep that and then edit videos. And so that's, Thanks. that's really impressive.
0: So you edit your own videos. So, you know, like the, you know, <laughs> it, it takes a while. Yeah. Yeah. It, de-
1: it definitely takes a while, you know, not only editing, but like, uh, going on the field, making sure all your batteries are charged, um, uh, making sure your camera's actually on and recording when you're out. <laughs> no on kidding. Yeah. Cause you know, that happened once or twice and, uh, you think you get some really cool footage and you go home and it's just like, Oh, okay. Well, my camera wasn't on. Um, oh, and then, you know, sifting through the footage kind of seeing what's worth keeping and, and all that stuff. So yeah, Jesus, 700 videos. I, I I got a ways to go, man. I got a ways to go.
0: <laughs> well, I remember when we first started our channel, you know, I was, uh, I was looking at, uh, a lot of different videos to, uh, like how to, uh, start a YouTube channel, how to, you right. know, and this was, this wasn't even this channel. This was uh, a couple channels ago. Okay. So I started like five different, uh, YouTube channels, uh, just to keep my mind busy when I was recovering and stuff. So I was, uh, I did all this research and I remember, uh, hearing this guy talk. He said, um, he said, look, you're going to stress out. Everyone does, you know, about, uh, you're going to you're gonna upload your first video and you're going to watch the analytics. You're going to watch how many views do I get? You're going to oh, watch yeah. it like minute refresh, by minute. Refresh, <laughs> refresh, refresh. <Yeah, laughs> right. hour by hour, uh, all this kind of stuff. And then he's like, That's just funny. relax. He said, the best thing to do is just have in your mind uh, this mindset that the first hundred videos on your channel is just practice. And I said, holy shit. First hundred. A hundred videos, okay. Wow. Like I need to expedite this practice thing. You know? Yeah, dude, totally.
1: Holy crap. I mean, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Cause I mean, I feel like everyone, you know, when you make a YouTube channel and you upload your, your first video, you have like this big grandiose dream, like, Oh, I'm going to blow up. And it's yeah. like hundreds of thousands of views. And sometimes like that might be the case, but that's pretty rare. I mean, usually it's, you have a few buddies who watch it and, you know, you get like a handful of subscribers. So just, uh, yeah, you know, start small, but I mean, a hundred videos to kind of get that worked out. Uh,
0: like I said, I got, I got a ways to go. Yeah, you got some work. A, yeah, yeah, I got some work to do.
1: So. Hopefully, <laughs> I'll get there one day.
0: Uh, you're, you know, you're starting out
1: good, though. Thank you. You too, man. I mean, you got some good content on your stuff too. A lot of thank a lot of you. Good Variety. So
0: we'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Skirmish, the future of airsoft gameplay management. Are you ready to take Airsoft to the next level? Skirmish's innovative gameplay solution keeps players and spectators engaged with real-time updates. Capture objectives, detonate targets, medic, and more at Skirmish-enabled fields. Skirmish tracks every action so you don't have to. Review past games, action by action, and follow your progress in national rankings. Phones are not required. If you want to find out more, head to skirmish.net. And check out episode 157 of this podcast where I talk with the owner of Skirmish about how it started and how it works. Stay connected, my friends. I had, uh, I got this message from, I think it was the same guy I was just telling you about that asked about wearing a face, you know, face mask or whatever while Mm he's, you know, recording. He said, uh, yeah, I just uh, binge watched most of, you know, the videos on your channel. I said, oh, shit. Now you know how dumb I am. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Me too. It's, it's awesome.
0: You're Especially you go back, here. you know, the earlier videos. I'm like, uh, that's but, great. Yeah. We, I mean, we've, we've had a really good time, you know, doing this channel. So it's good. been, it's really changed because when we started, uh, these guys didn't want to start a channel. It was, um, they just started playing airsoft. Mm-hmm. I needed something else to do because I was still totally. stuck at home. Totally and, uh, I was like, well, hey, I'll just I'll do all the filming. I'll do all the stuff, you know, you guys open boxes and shit like that. Well then I started seeing what they were getting. I was like, I want to do that too. So I started ordering mystery boxes. It kinda escalated. And then we started doing reviews on these guns and like just having a really good time mm-hmm. uh, you know, getting together and doing this stuff. Now I will say I did have them on a really strict schedule in the beginning because I wanted stuff to do. Yeah. It wasn't more it wasn't about the uh the our channel per se. It was more about, Hey, I, I'm bored. Like I need, I need I'm going nuts here. You yeah. know, I, I was, I wasn't, I was really limited with my physical ability. So I, um, I was like, give me more content. Let's, you know, so, uh, we started doing stuff. I think we put out, uh, three videos a week the first Damn. year. Wow.
1: Dude, way to go, bro.
0: I was, well, look, I was, uh, I wasn't sleeping very much. I was on steroids, you know, to help recover and stuff. And then, uh, so I've sleep like two hours here and there. Sure. And the rest of the time I was editing and editing wow. and it was kind of a new thing, you know, so yeah. with all this content. So I was trying out all these different things and then, you know, all the editing tools, you know, <laughs> like, oh, there's tons out there. And tons <laughs> yeah.
1: to learn. It can be really confusing, but, uh, right. Yeah. yeah. What, what were you uh, recovering from? If you don't mind me asking.
0: Oh uh, yeah, I don't mind. It's a uh, Guillain-Barre syndrome. It's, um, okay. I don't know if you ever heard of it. A lot of I've people have it. Yeah. It's no, very rare. Know. It's a, uh, it's an autoimmune disorder. Where basically you're fine one day and a week later in your wheelchair. So. Oh wow. Yeah, and they don't know what causes it, but uh, it attacks right. your nervous system, and so I was, I was paralyzed. Like I couldn't. Uh, the first symptoms I had, I couldn't. You know, I went to work. I couldn't go up. Uh, I worked in uh, maintenance at mm-hmm. like a factory, so yeah. I worked on machines and stuff like that. And so you know, I carry tool belt you know, like on my shoulder or whatever. I go up these steps. Uh, it was plastic extrusion, and uh, so I go up, you know, uh, these steps, whatever this ladder. I couldn't go up the ladder, and I, I felt fine. I didn't feel mm-hmm. sick at all. And then, uh, and I was like, "What the hell?" And then my hands start, my fingers like I couldn't grab my drill. I couldn't grab my tools. I couldn't it's hold kind of them. Scary. Oof. It was, uh, I was. I was. I was pretty alarmed, and yeah, it, I, yeah, I, I don't <laughs> normally get a lot, you know, like. Hopefully so yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was like on a Monday. Thursday, I was at the uh, neurologist, and I I needed a walker, then a wheelchair, you know, wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Well, they wanted me to put me in a wheelchair. I just – I didn't. But uh, I just crawled around and, at home on my arms. Wow. <laughs> so I would uh, roll out of bed and fall on the floor and crawl on my elbows, That's like, to the to bathroom and yeah, stuff. There you go. I, I just – they're like, we got to get you a wheelchair. We got to – I'm like, I'm not doing any of that shit. No. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, so that was uh, – you know, that's kind of how this thing started because I was, you know, at home all the time, and then, uh, and that's why I wanted so much content. You know, yeah. just give me more. I'll just, I'll edit. I don't care. Easy, I'm busy. like, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I'm, and then of course the, all the learning curve. You know, with all these editing tools and, oh my God, yeah. And then I realized you can overlay like different audios. I was like, oh shit, this is like a month after editing oh, yeah. i didn't oh, yeah. even know it's like your so. third
1: eye opens and you're like oh my god i can do this <laughs> to my video this is going to make it so much right. better
0: yeah and then i was downloading like gifs or gifs or whatever you know mm-hmm. or little pictures and stuff to add in and i said oh my god i could put these anywhere like this is cool but yeah, yeah it was a fun experience you know i did get burned out after a little while it happens. but uh it happens. It happens yeah you know you. but and then we um we all got busy and so the channel kind of got stale for a minute uh, last year. And then I was like, you know, I'm going to start doing these podcasts. And that's kind of where that came from, to mm-hmm. be honest. And, uh, and I love it. That's I, I, I love cool. meeting new people. Yeah. Uh, and I love hearing their stories and, you know, so a lot of times when I'm talking to these guys, uh, like the last handful of people, uh, they don't have a mic and headset like you do. So they'll be on their phone or whatever sure. if they're, uh, you know, cause it's better connection than our internet. Mm-hmm. And so there's kind of a lag or an internet or a, um, uh, echo. And so I'll say something and then they'll start to talk and they're gonna, they'll go, you know, go, Oh no, go ahead. And I'm like, yeah. no, bro. Like I, I want to hear your stuff. Like my shit's boring. I want to <laughs> hear your stuff.
1: <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't call your stuff for a man, but I, I, I definitely hear what you're saying. I mean, yeah. I've been being, you know, working remote for the past year. Now there's, it's like, it's like a zoom echo. You're, you know, you're on a zoom call and like right. you said, you're, you'll be talking then, Someone else will try to like, they're not deliberately cutting you off, but it's just, you know, Mm. just the internet being the internet. So, right. Dude, that's amazing to hear that. Like you made a, something good happen out of a shitty situation, you know? Oh, thanks dude. Yeah. That's so props to you, man. That's big.
0: Appreciate it. It was, uh, it it was merely survival. Like, honestly, it was, um, I, I, mentally, yeah. yeah, And physically. (laughs) Yeah. Otherwise, you know, the other option was, and I was there too, you know, in a really bad mental place, uh, for a while so i can't imagine Oof. yeah <laughs> Sorry, that's gotta be rough but yeah it's been good man i i you know a lot of good came from it uh you know i started so uh two of the guys on our channel uh coltrane and and uh christian uh he goes by chris is uh those are two of my sons and then jp oh, who's on, awesome. yeah so jp who's on the channel that's one of their best friends that uh, they grew up with so mm-hmm. Um, and actually JP is the one that got them into air, you know, playing airsoft, you uh, you know, after high school and stuff. And then, uh, so we, you know, we're doing that. So, you know, I have this connection with my kids uh, or two of my sons with that. And my third son, he was, uh, he was part of our, uh, earlier videos, uh, until he got busy. He has two kids and, you know, working all the time and stuff. Yep. And then, uh, and then I started one. Uh, a cooking channel with my daughter one of my daughters way to
1: go man that's awesome (laughs) look at you go you're a great dad
0: bro no 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 no. (laughs) i'm not saying it for that but i'm going to tell you right now and i am not everyone that knows me when i said hey i'm going to start this cooking channel with caitlin they started laughing because (laughs) i don't like I still eat like I was in the military. Like I don't yeah, care if awesome. it's all mixed together. I don't care what it tastes like. I just shovel I'll it in. in the
1: same place. Right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, "You're gonna cook." I'm like, "Well, I'm gonna have Caitlin cook, oh, and I'll just right? kind of like you know watch or whatever." Follow along, right? Yeah, because I do not cook. I can make scrambled eggs and spaghetti and toast. Okay, that's oh, that's right. about it. Yeah, uh, you can eat but if it, it has to know, taste right? good, yeah. uh, you know, don't get me to do it. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. That's funny. Yeah. So That's you grew up in Minnesota, right? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, I grew up what, uh, uh,
0: right outside what of the part Minneapolis of there? area. Oh, but Minneapolis, sub- you said. Yeah, yeah. Minneapolis. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So
1: kind of out in one of the suburbs, out there. Um, a lot of snow. A lot of snow, but the summers. I mean, you got to give Minnesota some credit. Like the summers are also very warm, very humid, like spectacular. We got like all these lakes and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, the snow is, as um, like I said, I've I've definitely paid my dues when it comes to the snow. And I don't really see myself moving back to the Midwest anytime soon just because, okay. like I said, you know, the, the south. It's just, you know, our, our winters here are like 50, 40 degrees at most. So that's, right.
0: That's the same bad. as ours.
1: Yeah. There you go. Pretty,
0: pretty. We'll, we'll get a – now, this year, did you guys get uh, a really bad cold front this year, like a few weeks ago?
1: We uh, – it was cold. It dropped down to like 28 one night, but yeah. that was about as cold as it got. It wasn't as bad as compared to last year where it was like, we lost power for, well, we, I think that's what maybe. I was thinking of yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because, I, uh, I got lucky and, uh, you know, we only were out of power and water for like two, three days, but like, we were talking to, you know, my girlfriend, she was talking to some people at work, like there's people out of power for like two weeks, three weeks. And it's just, yeah. like, I just really, we got, we got lucky, man. We got, we got really, really lucky.
0: Yeah, that's good. Yep. Now, when you were in, when you were growing up, did you ever get into like uh, winter sports? Since there was so much snow and stuff. Um, yeah, I did a lot of skiing. Um, oh, in Minnesota, okay.
1: we're not really known for skiing. We got like hills, but uh, you know, family trips out um, to Colorado and stuff. Um, we, we would do you know winter activities. Um, I had one of my best friends had a cabin up north where we would go snowmobiling. Um, in the winter, which was an absolute blast, uh, a yeah. little bit of, uh, you know, skating and stuff like that. But, uh, I, I was a, a swimmer in middle school and high school, Oh, okay. so, uh, definitely
0: not like a hockey kid at all, but, uh, yeah.
1: still nonetheless, yeah, definitely some good stuff to do when you have some good snow.
0: Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. That was, uh, I, I kind of did the same thing, you know, we did sled riding and, uh, snowboarding go. wasn't even a thing when I was growing up, mm-hmm. it was uh skiing, you know? And then, uh, you know, later on after I moved back from the military, my wife and I, we started having kids, uh, you know, we moved back home to Ohio. We're both from there. And, yeah. uh, and when our kids started growing up, then snowboarding started to become a thing. I remember when we first okay. took our kids like sled riding, I saw this kid on a board. I didn't know what it was. I was like, what the hell is that? Yeah, what? You know, there. there was no yeah. internet to find this stuff out at the time. So yeah. it was, uh, you know, mid nineties, but, um, they, uh, uh, and then, but I never, I never got into like skiing and stuff. I, I did more of the summer stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like water skiing and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, summer sports. But in Ohio, that's not, you know, it's either raining or cold. Like,
1: there, there options. you know,
0: <laughs> like there's, there's some, you know, there's some nice weather in the summer, yeah. but, uh, it doesn't last long enough for me. I hear you. You know, now what brought you to, uh, Uh, Georgia.
1: Um, So I went uh, to an art school down there, uh, Savannah College of Art and Design. Um, Mm. And so that's kind of the main reason why I went. My dad, um, when I was in high school, uh, his rule was that we weren't allowed to go to a college um, within our state, within Minnesota, because he wanted us to, like, get out, um, you know, and just experience new, new places. Cheers new, to your people. dad. Yeah, absolutely. Which is, yeah, I for mean, real. obviously he was joking. Um, you know, if I wanted to go to like the U of M, right. He would have obviously let me, but you know, I, I definitely thank him for kind of getting me outside of my comfort zone and making me go somewhere else. Um, cause it's right. a, it's a great town. Um, you know, SCAD is, you know, that's where I learned to do my photography and graphic design and stuff like that. So yeah, it was, it was great.
0: That's cool. Yeah. Now, were you like kind of an artist growing up? Did you, were you always attracted to that? Yeah, I was. Um, so I was, I was, I still am extremely
1: dyslexic. Um, and so stuff like, you know, math, um, English wasn't really my forte, um, but I always enjoyed telling stories. Um, but I couldn't do that like on with a pen and paper. So what I did is I decided to go the art direction because I could communicate that story through like a visual um, look and feel. And so, you know, it started off with like painting and drawing in middle school and high school. I wasn't, I was actually pretty shitty, um, in that medium. But, uh, once I went to SCAD, I was able to pick up kind of the more digital aspect of it. And so graphic yeah. design, uh, photography, and that's kind of where I, you know, found my, my sweet spot.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's cool. My, uh, my wife's, uh, aunt is, she stills up, uh, lives up in Ohio. She's a, uh, She's an artist. She does like uh, kids' books. She's done it oh, for like thirty years. Oh,
1: like that. Wow, that's impressive.
0: Yeah, and she loves it, you know. And then one of her daughters, uh, she has three girls. One of her daughters is—they're uh, all very talented already. Just mm-hmm. you know, because she always had them drawn and practicing. I guess you know <laughs> as they were young. But uh, one of her daughters is really good. I think she's actually doing uh, kids' books as well. You know, wow, that's impressive. Yeah, that's really what are you impressive. drinking, man? I'm drinking some water right now,
1: but besides that, I've got a little bit of a glass of bourbon right here for you.
0: Bourbon, all right. Cheers, man. You? Yeah, cheers to that. What
1: are you
0: drinking? <laughs> so I can't say what I'm drinking because people are going to be like, what the hell is wrong with this dude? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So look, I, so it's beer, okay, okay? Yep. Uh, and vodka. So I mix oh, beer at- <laughs> I've right. Never heard of that before. <laughs> so, yeah, I had neither, okay, until last year we we're coming down to lo- you know, coming out of lockdown stuff, my uh one of the guys I used to work with who were still really close and uh, we know each other, you know, since we moved here. And uh he uh him and I drink, you know, w- when we get together we can drink a lot. And uh boy. he said <laughs> He says uh he sends me a text one, you know, one night uh, last year and says uh Bro, you got to try mixing your vodka with the beer. Because we would always do shots, you know, and then, you know, drink whatever. He's like, it's a totally different feel than uh, just doing some shots separately. I was like, what? That sounds weird, man. I don't know. Whatever. I'll try it. And I was like, how I many beers this was he deep what? when he uh, suggested vodka? Sure. <laughs> exactly. All
1: beers, all beers, like, like, I'm
0: going to put some vodka in this. Right. Yeah. Well, his texts were kind of like messed up, you know, like the, the words, it's like mumbled. the, you know, written slurring, you know, yeah, I hear you. but, uh, but yeah, so I tried it and I, I, I loved it. I was, I, uh, yeah. So anyway, and the well, vodka doesn't really man. taste, you know, too bad. You know,
1: I was going to say, I feel like if you, you know, vodka mixed with just about anything, you don't really taste the vodka. So I, I do have some vodka. I don't have any beer. So I'll have to try that this week. Yeah. The time <laughs> just
0: Go yeah. slow. Go slow, yeah. Really slow. I'll, I'll start. I'll start with one, and we'll see how. <laughs> right.
1: How I'm feeling after that.
0: Yeah, that's great. But um, you said that uh,
1: you served in the military.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. What branch? Yeah. You be uh, Marine Corps. So. Oh, go? I was. Uh, in fact, my original dog tags are oh, hanging yeah, right on there. that flag right there. There you go. Very nice. <laughs> uh, so, I actually gave them to one of my sons like years ago. Uh, when, when I first got sick and, mm-hmm. uh, cause I didn't know how bad it was going to get.
1: Uh, um, yeah.
0: cause most of the videos I saw online, um, you know, Guillaume Bray like, uh, you, it's rare, but you can, you know, go down pretty fast, like being on a respirator and shit like that. Damn dude, that's so, kinda... uh, <laughs> so I was like, okay, one of y'all is taking my K bar that I got from oh, nice. the Marines, uh you know, this, this is the, uh,
1: beautiful. look. Hey, if your son doesn't want that, I'll, I'll, I'll take it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then I actually, I had it engraved. Oh, did you? Uh, because. Oh, look at that. Let's see if it'll focus there. Yeah. It's, uh, so that sorry, that's it's Japanese. Japanese. Okay, yeah. Sorry. For, uh, comrades. But, um, so I bought, uh, all three of my sons uh, a knife kind of similar to this you mm-hmm. know like a large large knife and uh, and so I had them all engraved and then gave them to him them for Christmas so I had mine engraved as well to match all theirs that's awesome dude so I uh, so anyway I start I was like okay you're gonna take this knife you're gonna take my dog tags one of y'all is gonna take you know this gun and whatever and then yep. <laughs> so uh, but yeah um, yeah, I served uh, right after high school. Uh, my wife and I actually met uh, in high school, but we didn't date until, like, right after we gra- uh, graduated high school. Okay. So we dated from, like, June until October until I went to boot camp. This was 1989. <laughs> and, uh, Damn. We, yeah. <laughs> you oh, probably wow, weren't even yeah. born yet. I was
1: going to say, I was I was uh, floating around in my dad's ball sack. I was gonna, uh, <laughs>
0: yeah. No shit, right? <laughs> and then... Uh, So yeah, I did four years in, uh, we actually got married. I had like a year and a half left and Chris, who's on our channel, he's Mm -hmm. our, our, our first child. He was born in California when I was stationed at uh, Pendleton, Camp Pendleton out there. Oh, that's funny. So was my dad. Oh shit. Okay. That's interesting. That's super cool. Yeah. Uh, your family or his dad was. Yeah. His
1: dad, um, if I'm not mistaken, was, was a, uh, a Marine.
0: And um, he
1: was actually born in the hallway of Camp Pendleton because the story goes that the the hospital was uh, was full, and so um, his mom, my grandmother, was was unable to get in there, and so yeah, I, I don't know, just kind of kind of a weird weird coincidence there.
0: Yeah, that's cool. The uh, yeah, he was born out there. My wife actually almost died uh, giving birth to him. She had this oh, wow, I uh, toxemia, I think it's called. Okay, so. I think it's fairly common in different stages or whatever for, uh, for you know, if it's their first uh, pregnancy, mm-hmm. but um, she had a pretty bad, so uh, she actually was in the ICU for like, I don't know, a week or two wow. out in California, and my son was fine. He okay. was born early. He was six weeks early, okay. but um, he was, uh, you know, healthy and everything, And uh, and then we moved back to... Uh, Cleveland, Ohio, and then had the rest of our kids out there. So we had five kids in seven years, and uh, we go, were busy. Nice. <laughs> so we wanted a big family. We wanted to, you know, I loved. One. Yeah, yeah, we got it. And, yeah. uh, you know, when they were toddlers, it was, uh, I, I tell you, bro, it was probably the hardest thing.
1: Yeah, I don't envy you for that. <laughs> <man>. Sorry.
0: <laughs> it was constant chaos, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeesh, but, um Jesus. Yeah, but now you know uh, we're we're all close, and they're close with each other. And but yeah, when they were little, and they start, you know, as they start getting older, and of course they start, you know, that sibling rivalry stuff, and they start oh, yeah. fighting. I did what they did in the military, so I just I tied them together. So oh, really? No way!
1: That's awesome. <laughs> so
0: I would take a I would take an ace bandage, right? You know, and yeah. just. uh, wrapping around one of their, you know, their arms together and be like, all right, you're stuck together for like two hours. So, and they'd have to do what you know, eat their lunch together, like do everything together. So, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I definitely am not the best at, you know, figuring that kind of stuff out with, uh, you know, I probably didn't make the best decisions as a dad, uh, raising them, but (laughs) You know, they turned out okay, I was you know, gonna say. They're, 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 yeah. the kids
1: are going to be all right, as they say, so
0: there's uh yeah, there's no manual, you know, no, no, for no. raising kids I I because know. there's some basic rules, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's uh but each child is, each person is different, different personalities.
1: That's true. That's something that they don't talk about a lot. Cause they just like talk about kids. Right. And you, yeah. just, you just think about it as like one person, but I never thought of it like that. Yeah. This, it's an individual at the end of the day.
0: For sure. It was, uh, it was so fun to see because I love that kind of stuff. Like, uh, you know, human development, uh, you know, it's seeing and behavior and stuff. And yeah. I would, I was like, man, they're all getting, they're all in the same environment. They're all getting taught the same stuff. And by the time they're like really young, man, like two, you know, two years old and, and up, you can start seeing their, their individual personality coming out. I was like, "Holy cow, man, they're so different. E- yeah. You know, out of five kids, not one of them are the same as each other." So, That's uh amazing. Yeah, I I love that kind of stuff. I loved being, you know, that you know, a dad that was involved uh with them growing up and everything. And my wife that was uh that was all she wanted in life, you know, she wanted a mm-hmm. big family and have kids, and she was great at it, you know. It still is, you That's know. Awesome, she's man. she's uh she's always the one that kind of brings everybody together, and I'm always the one that pisses everyone off, so. <laughs> that's
1: all right, that's all right.
0: Oh, yeah. So you had, uh, you have siblings?
1: I have a, uh, my younger yet larger brother. Um,
0: he's uh, three years younger than me,
1: but he's about, God, I don't know, 200, 220 pounds, like 6'2". He played, you know, football in college. I mean, we're, we're total, like, polar opposites in every single way. You know, I went to art school, he went to play football in college, yeah. Um, that's funny that you mentioned like, you know, rough housing, you know, as boys, we would do that all the time. And of course he was my younger brother. He was smaller. so I could get him in a headlock. But nowadays it's like, you know, I go home to see him and he's, you know, he's towering over me you know, <laughs> up, down, and he can just, he's doing, um, yeah, what's it called? Like MMA and stuff like that. So oh, yeah. Yeah, he can, he can handle me like, like no problem. Um, so he's, he's definitely come a long way and I'm, I'm super proud of him. But, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. So how that's did, good um, you guys are close? Yeah, no, it's great. Um, I should probably call him more often, but besides, I mean, he's all the way up in Michigan. So again, oh, okay. t- talk about polar opposites. You know, I'm all the way down here in, in Texas, and he's all the way even further did, up north.
0: Did uh, did he play football up there? He did. Yep,
1: he went to um, Michigan Tech, and he I think it's a D two team. Yeah. Um, he's no longer playing. He's focusing on um, kind of his own business. He's uh, into marketing and stuff like that. And so he. Nice. Um, God, of course he told me and I I can't think of the top of my head, but basically he runs, he reaches out to like smaller companies and he'll run ads for them on different social media platforms. And he's, he's killing it, man. He's doing really, really well with that. That's so awesome. I think he's definitely found his calling in life. Yeah. yeah. So
0: that's great. Um, how did, how did like you and your sons get into Airsoft? I'm curious. So we, uh, so when the kids were little, when they were growing up, we moved here, uh, in, to, uh, 07 mm-hmm. and they were, I think Chris was like 12 or something somewhere around there, but they wanted some, you know, some airsoft guns to, you know, just a little Springer pistols to run around the backyard. And Oh yeah. So, toys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they started out with that. And, uh, you know, cause I taught them real steel guns whenever, you know, from a very young age from like nice. five and six, um, mostly for, you know, uh, gun safety. Yeah. And, um, because we have guns in the household, you know, whatever. But, uh, so they wanted these, you know, and then I have BB guns as well that mm-hmm. I grew up with, you know, pellet guns and stuff. And I mean, you can't, you know, it's a little too dangerous to shoot each other with those. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <definitely, laughs> so, uh, not like, uh, no, we're not taking your, you know, your brother to the hospital because you, you know, shot his eye out. Don't but, that. um, so they wanted those springers. So we got them those and then, uh, so they played with those for a little while and then, you know, then that was kind of, that was it. Well, then after high school, uh, JP on our channel, he, um, you know, they, they always stayed in contact with these, you know, some of their friends. And uh, so Johnny was talking about um, getting into the, you know, bigger airsoft events yeah. that were around here. So he started getting into it. He got them into it. And um, so then he invited them to, you know, go play at some events. So then they started the... You know, once you go to one event like that, it's game oh, it uh, over,
1: man. You know, yeah, dude, you, you never look at airsoft the same. But...
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like Open they're like K is
1: just not what it used to be.
0: Right. Yeah. There's no springers. There's not there. These guns look like real. You know yep. the replicas and stuff, and they feel. You know, a lot of them are. Uh, you know, well, metal. Or, you know, aluminum it's or whatever. Real, but they're metal, heavy. Yeah. yeah. Right. Wood. So mm. they're not just like pl- they don't feel like plastic toys. So through plastic. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So they. Uh, and that's how it started. Well, then they played for I don't know a few weeks, and then uh, and then one uh, Johnny came over for uh, I guess for them to go to an event or whatever. And he's ta- when he came over, he's like, "Dude, I found these like mystery boxes you can get from Evike." Oh sure, yeah yeah. Yeah, and he's like, "They're called Box of Awesomeness." I was like, "What?" Dude, I want one be- just because of the name. <laughs> and, uh, it's got a so, certain ring to it. Yeah,
1: absolutely. yeah,
0: for right. sure. I was like, bro, this sounds cool. But um, so anyway, I, that was we actually the first. I think I had, I don't know, four or five videos already filmed uh, before they we decided to start the airsoft channel. Mm-hmm. It was um, one of the channels I started before that was uh, C and R reviews, and that was. Um, me and uh, Colton were doing reviews on, like, random shit, bro. Like I said, I was just looking for anything to do. Totally. So yeah. I said, I want to start a review channel, you know? And he's cool. like, what are we going to review? I said, I don't know. Grab some shit out of the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so anyway, we uh, when they started getting the Airsoft uh, stuff, I was like, dude, that would be cool to do on our review channel. Let's do a review on this gun there or whatever. Yeah. I didn't know what, you know, some of these older videos were funny as shit because I'm like... Uh, well here, let me stand here and you, you just shoot like this. Just figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were figuring it out. Yeah, totally. So anyway, it was like, uh, that that's how it started. So I recorded like four or five videos. We never posted them on the other channel. And then when Johnny came over and talked about this mystery box, I was like, bro, we need to start, a, uh, an airsoft channel. And actually Johnny came up with the, uh, the logo, the T oh, with the triangle. Yeah, yep. Yep. So he designed that. He, now, there was a lot, you know, he came, he's kind of a good draw, you know, he's pretty good artist. Oh, and it's a great he, logo, yeah. Yeah, he uh, he had a bunch of stuff around it. He had, the triangle was bigger, and the T was smaller, and he had like guns inside there, and a, a snake, I don't know, like, you know, badass, cool looking shit. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And uh, so as we got together, you know, we were sitting here hashing out, and I was like, bro, we need to that looks awesome, but we need to condense and like, you know, kind of clear it up. And, uh, they were like, no, we got to keep guns in there. I was like, you don't <laughs> have to. And, uh, so I remember talking to them about, cause I started marketing, uh, years ago and, uh, I was like, you know, the logo is just for branding. Like mm-hmm. it's just for familiarity. So, uh, you want it clean and crisp and, and, you know, uh, easy to read you know Speaking we're looking my at...
1: language here absolutely yeah. yeah
0: okay so uh i was like let's get rid of all this other stuff let's condense the the triangle around the t and and let's see what it looks like and they're like man we we gotta have guns in there i'm like bro look at the the biggest companies on the planet okay google uh facebook yeah. uh instagram whatever you know all these things look at their logos yeah it's like the simplest shit ever okay uh, it doesn't have to your logo doesn't have portray have to portray what your channel is about
1: yeah doesn't you know that can
0: be in a description, description. Yep. yeah so anyway so that's what we we decided on and then once we decided on it then I had I went nuts man because I was like okay we're gonna set up because I studied business years ago and I was like I remember hearing um, you know some talks from these uh, business guys that were you know very wealthy and they said if you're gonna start a business, If you can, you know, fund it, uh, set everything up in the beginning when you're small, as if you're, you know, treat it as it's big, as if it's big, right from the very beginning. Uh, That way, later on, as it grows, you don't have to change anything. So I started the merch stuff. I started, you know, on Teespring, we have all the, you know, well, like this, you know, this stuff. Yeah. We have all the T-shirts. We have all the logo stuff. We have stickers and patches. So I ordered all this stuff found all these places that'll make, you know, custom. Th- In fact, this glass, uh, oh,
1: get out of here, dude. That's it. Yeah. Look at that. Didn't even notice so
0: it. at the bottom, it says, um, two years, something, something. Yeah. Two years on YouTube, Chris Coltrane, JP and E rock. Look at that. Uh, That's, That's sweet. So I ordered these when we hit our two year mark, which was, uh, almost a year ago, April this year will be three years. So, uh, on our two year mark, our anniversary, we, um, I had the guys over, and uh, I had bought four of these, and so I, I wrapped them. You know, I had them wrapped and stuff like mm-hmm. gift thing, and uh, presented them to them. I think we did a video on it. to Be honest, I, I think so, but I can't remember. But anyway, I gave them. I gave them these. But yeah, so I started looking at all that kind of stuff uh, for, you know, to put our logo out there and start branding. That way, if I don't want to have to change anything later on, that's know? smart. No, and it worked out great. So I don't have to change anything now, yep. you know?
1: No, that's really smart as a graphic designer. Like it, it helps not having to go back and then like update as you grow, just kind of like, yeah. like you said, a baseline of just having it really strong a really good foundation and then not having to worry about for like years to come of updating, you know, graphics on shirts or mugs or right. you, know, you name it. Um. So,
0: yeah. I that mean, was the other I, thing. When we looked at the logo, you know, like putting them on t-shirts mm-hmm. uh, when you, you know, some of that stuff. Uh, if you have too much going on, like crammed in there, yeah, it just kind of bleeds together, and it doesn't look crisp. You know, it's you lose the readability it, of it, right? Yeah. Exactly. So then you're like, "Oh, is that a gun or is that a snake? What What, what the is hell is that bad? thing?" <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Real thumb, like someone should be able to stand on like the other side of the room, and you should be able to like just instantly be like, "I know what that shape is. I know, you know, be able to read it, no problem." Yeah. Um, so good call on you trying to. Oh, appreciate pull, it, man. Pull, pull some stuff away. Um, well, you know, know, we all so cool.
0: kind of collaborated together on that because, uh, you know, like I said, Johnny drew the the original thing. You know, he still had the triangle and the T, mm-hmm. and then uh, actually his girlfriend at the time she um, she was the one that came up with the idea to capitalize the F in trifecta. And oh, there you um, go. Yeah, nice. so we were talking one day. We're drawing all the stuff out, writing it out, like how how is it going to be placed? You know, on the website and all, whatever. Yep. Uh, on our YouTube channel, what kind of font are we going to use? And, uh, and she's like, you know, we should, cause we, we did it all the, we tried all these different ways. She's like, we should capitalize the F. And uh, you know, it looked different. Cause when we searched uh, any kind of name they came up with, when we first started our channel, we were searching for names. what What's called our original one was actually called SS airsoft. I had no clue. There was an actual brick and mortar store in Atlanta, Georgia, called as as airsoft it's really. been around that's forever funny.
1: it's whenever <laughs> you think you have like the most unique right name like our username or whatever there's always 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 someone or something some store that has that name already it's
0: it's, it's cra- yeah yeah well we so johnny came up with that name he it was uh silent sniper or something like that or uh so- something to do with with that kind of thing you know mm-hmm. theme or whatever and he's like yeah. So we could just call it SS. I was like, all right, cool. So then he left, we had, you know, we were still talking, whatever he left. And then I started searching and I said, Oh shit. Okay. Well I have to tell him we can't, we can't yeah. name it that. <laughs> ah, damn. <Yeah. laughs> well, the thing was we already like built this logo. So we already started drawing out a logo and everything ah, for SS yeah, and like yeah. doing all this stuff. And then uh, the next day I was like, yep, yeah, we're going to figure out something else. Mm-hmm. So like I said, he came up with trifecta and, uh, and so I started searching trifecta and I'm like, holy shit, there's like so many things named trifecta, yep. but there's not trifecta airsoft. airsoft so as soon as okay. I found that trifecta airsoft.com, you know, the, the, .com was available. Uh, you know, I bought that, uh, oh, right cool. away. Yep. Just so Back now
1: before it, yeah. Disappears. So I Seriously. bought it for
0: 15 bucks instead of 500, you know, that somebody else owned it. <laughs> yep. Seriously. That, that's, that's a big help. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, it's, it's always super cool to kind of work, um, On logos that are within the, you know, Second Amendment or Airsoft community. Um, Yeah. I've been fortunate to be able to work on a few. Um, It's just, it's such a, such a fun time to just work on projects like that. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So what do you, what do you, uh, is that the kind of stuff you do? Like uh, mostly logos or?
1: Yeah. So my, my day job, um, I would say it's primarily like focused on a brand. Um, I help just kind of create a ton of different assets for it. Um, but kind of my, my side gig, um, would be obviously doing logos, but it's interesting that you brought up, you know, you made, um, your YouTube channel kind of when you were having issues with like your mental health and you just like needed something to do. Yeah. Um, I'm similar in the sense where I wasn't like recovering from my, something with my health, but you know, COVID popped up and I was was needing, I, I had literally just graduated school and, um. You know, my days consisted of, like, day drinking and job hunting, and that was pretty much it. Um, and so, sure enough, you know, I was like, you know, I, don't, I was just looking for, like, a little shitty pistol to just, like, kind of shoot in the backyard or whatever, and yeah. um, I made the mistake of falling across eVikey.com, which I, I, you know, I had browsed all the time as a kid, but I hadn't touched it in, like, 10 years or so. Yeah. Um, and so one, once I went on there, it was just, it was game over, and I just kind of <laughs> fell back into the rabbit hole that is Airsoft, and so... Here I am, you know, having joined Ghost Frogs and gone to, you know, my first Milsim and uh, started my first YouTube channel. So it's definitely a big rabbit hole that you can fall down very easily.
0: Was your first um, experience, uh, your gameplay, was that a Milsim? Um, No. So, I mean, obviously I
1: played Airsoft as a kid in the backyard, like you were talking about with with your kids of Springers. Um, And then just, you know, life happens. I don't have money as a kid. Um, and so it just it stops. Um, and so my first, you know, recently my first experience was going to um, thanks Airsoft here down in um, Houston, Texas, um, which is a local field. I was like looking for something to do. I had, I had bought like a SEMA AK-74U and some shitty like, you know, Amazon best. And I was like, all right, you know, let's go out. It might suck or I might like it. Um, and sure enough, you know, the community welcomed me with open arms and. Um, it's just a bunch of man children running around in the woods, you know, having fun, um, myself included. And so, um, but I was lucky enough to go with the ghost frogs to, uh, reindeer games, um, last, last year, I forget what, what month this was, but that was my first big, like Milsom event. And it was just, it was something else, man. Like, like we were saying, you don't look at open play the same after you go to your first Milsom. It's, it's insane. Yeah.
0: I was watching your, uh, your video, I think it's the one where you were talking about why you play Airsoft. You had this background. Mm-hmm. Like you had a – I guess you had a green you had screen, a green you know? green screen. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. And you were – every time you were talking about the, uh, you know, Airsoft just like a man, children, playing, you know, whatever. <laughs> You'd have all these, things, you know, images pop up. I was yeah. like, this is so fun to watch, bro. Good. But I'm I, glad, man. I'm glad. That's yeah.
1: I, I, I appreciate the feedback, whether it be positive or negative. Um, Yeah, I just wanted to, you know, instead of just me, like – Talking at a camera, you know, I think that's kind of boring to watch. So giving mm-hmm. people something to
0: look at that's related to what I'm talking about. Um, right. So It worked well. Thank and you. especially like you had some really fast cuts in there with, uh, you know, the background changing mm-hmm. based on what you were saying. I was like, "Oh, that is really cool." <laughs> it took a long, long time to edit that, man. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. It,
1: uh, I'll bet. I kind of lost interest in the projects like for a month or two, and then yeah. uh, I started the YouTube channel. Just like, all right, well, let's go ahead and finish this and post it and kind of see what people have to think. And uh, I've been, you know, lucky enough to people enjoy it. So, yeah, um, definitely something I want to keep doing in the future is kind of like little commentary videos and stuff like that.
0: That's cool. So how was your, uh, how was your milsim experience? It was insane, man. Um, like yeah. I said, that was my first one. It
1: was in, um, Fort Worth, um, Texas, um, at like a Mount facility. Um, so again, I'm like an art school, you know, nerdy art kid. So I have no really military experience. So this was like opening my third eye when it came to airsoft. Um, yeah. I went out with the ghost frogs, which is just a great group of guys. Um, it was about, God, I want to say like, 20 of us went. Um, and we all wore the same uniform and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, man, it was, it was insane. Um, but I also blame it for making me purchase night vision because I I remember going out with like my $15 Amazon flashlight and there was about 20 or 50 guys on a Sierra dynamics, which was the, um, team that we were fighting and yeah, like 20 or 50 guys had night vision. And so we got oh, shit. absolutely destroyed. I remember there was about 20 of us kind of like walking from our fob into the city. And we were like, we're like all right, here's what we're going to do. We're getting a game plan going. And we come up to this wall and we stop. And next thing I know, there's just this blinding light. And my ears are like ringing for a few seconds. Oh, shit. And 20 of us get taken out by one grenade. And yeah. it turns out it was just one guy behind a tractor with a pair of night vision. And we oh had no, God. we had no idea. It was like maybe 10, 15 feet away from us. And so like, right then I was like, all right, let's look into night vision. See, see <laughs> you know, see what happens with that. And uh, sure enough, I just, uh, uh, I had my PVS 14 show up like yesterday and I'm, I'm loving it, man. Oh, I'm nice. going to be running that at uh Southern front, um, yeah. next week. So really looking
0: forward to it. That's cool. I, uh, one of the guys that I talked to, I've had him on the podcast a couple of times. He has his own channel, uh, gunfather Milsim. And, uh, he was talking about, uh, I think he was doing a live stream and somebody asked him, you know, he'll answer questions while, you know, he's on the live stream and somebody asked him about night vision or night play or night games or something. And he said, yeah, uh, in night games, there's, uh, people with night vision and then there's targets and that's it. (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty
1: much how it worked out for us. Yeah. Yeah. We tried to play for like during the night, but we just like, we gave up. We were just like, we, we tried, we did put up a good fight, but at the same time, it's like, you just, you can't keep up no. with guys running around with like $12,000 worth of night vision Yeah, Still. for real. So that's funny. So that's the, fun. uh, I'm, I'm gonna so you, that
0: quote. <laughs> I know, right. There's uh yeah, he has a lot of real world ex- real world experience, you know, from his, uh, it. what he's done for the last 13 years. What's his name? Uh, I'm going
1: to, I'm going to look him up. Yeah.
0: Look, look it up. up. Uh, gunfather, milsim
1: father Wilson. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Definitely follow there. him. He okay.
0: does so. Most of his channel is about real, uh, like tactics, right? Oh, okay. CQB tactics, stuff like that. And uh, he's got, you know, he's been uh, on the SWAT team for 13 years in wow. the state he's in. He is a, a SWAT officer now. That he's like an instructor. Uh, he's been a sniper for I don't know how many years on that team, So and he now kinda, he he,
1: he kind of know, knows what he's yeah, talking Yeah, I
0: mean <laughs> a little bit. You <laughs> know, <laughs> only a little bit though. years of experience. Yeah. I mean, bro, like, Great yeah, play. he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's. Uh, I mean, I consider him a good friend. Uh, we've talked, you know, so many times. In fact, the last time we talked was a couple weekends ago, and I recorded it, uh, but I didn't post it. I t- I sent him a text because. Uh, It was kind of later at night. I had been drinking. And by the time I got on here, I I was like, the first probably 30 or 40 minutes of the, you know, of us talking, Mm -hmm. it was fine. And as it went on, I'm trying to edit this, right? I'm watching it sober and I'm going, Who is this fucking idiot trying to talk over here? You know, when you're around somebody, when you're sober and somebody's like, you know, starting to get buzzed and they start slurring and they start talking real slow. That's great. That's funny. Dude, I was like, bro, I cannot post this right now. I'm I mean, I know everyone knows I'm an idiot, but I I just I no, this is too much. That's funny. (laughs) I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah, he's he's a good dude, man. He's got uh, he makes his own slings as well that are oh, wow. really really good. Yeah, okay. I just bought a couple. Um, I don't have one in here right now, but uh, on one of our, uh, in fact, the giveaway video I posted last week, I think, um, I showed the uh, sling off a little bit. But uh, yeah, if you check out his channel, man, you'll see. Uh, you know, how he, in fact, one of his latest videos, he just talks about a new, the newest version of his sling that he's, bu- you know, that he's built, and uh, it's it's awesome. Like they're really, really, really effective. It's always um, really cool to see
1: guys that are like actually in the community and have that experience like, yep. make products. You know, yeah, um, for sure. Good for him, man. I'll I'll look him up because I'm definitely in that stage where it's like I have kind of I have all this like cool gear. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, it's like I want to learn kind of those those tactics and stuff like that that sure you know can be applied to airsoft but also you know real world situations yeah it
0: translates over you know yeah. that's uh you know there's a lot of people um you know you went to college you went to school and stuff and you know you you went down that path i went in the military you know he went into law enforcement you know mm-hmm. soon after college and stuff so i mean we all have these different paths and uh uh like none of my sons went in the military Uh, My daughter went in the Air Force. One of my daughters went in the Air Force. But, uh, you know, she was in like administrative work. She did like, uh, you know, paperwork for like medical stuff for the uh, pilots. So they had to go through her to get cleared to get on the flight line. So, um, you know, she worked. uh, She was in that for four years. But like uh, all three of my sons didn't go in the military. My uh, One of my younger or my youngest son, he actually went to Marine Corps boot camp and uh and didn't didn't make it so he uh you know he laughed i think he was in there for like six weeks and then um and then he came home but it was uh so none of my sons have those real world you know training like that and they start playing airsoft and they're learning on the field too you know yeah as they go
1: there's definitely yeah like to your point that you can definitely learn there's certain skills that Translate from off to kind of real steel firearms. Yeah, um, I recently was able to um, my grandfather passed down um, You know an older but very good um, 22 long rifle um, Not bolt action a lever gun to me.
0: Oh, yeah um, Oh, and that nice. kind of
1: opened the door to this whole world of you know, hey, I have these, you know fake toy guns That shoot BBs. How about I go get and you know a, a, a real gun that shoots real bullets and so yeah, uh, I was able to pick up, you know, an AR and a, and a pistol, and um, nice. you know, up, just trying to go and get that training and go into the range of you know once, twice a week, um, just you know, trying my best to stay sharp, um, right, and stuff like that. So I'm. Um,
0: That's I, really cool that uh, you know you get into airsoft and it, and it just kind of spills over into this other. Oh yeah. You know thing and these are these are life lessons that you're going to learn. You know that mm-hmm. are that that lasts for forever you know like
1: yeah
0: and, and that's you know that's a that's a good that's a good thing like even if somebody's like not pro-gun or whatever mm-hmm. like learning these things are still beneficial because uh, i think i talked about on my last podcast with uh, greg i said you know i always looked at it as you know teaching my kids gun safety was a responsibility of, of the parents yes. no matter how you feel about it because the chances you know statistically the chances that you're child is going to come in contact with guns sometime in their life, uh, you know, real guns is really, really high. Yep. And I looked at it as the same as teaching them, hey, don't touch the hot stove. Don't, you know, use a sharp knife if you don't know how to, use, you know, like yep. it was the same kind of concept. Now, obviously it was, I was like, okay, I got to teach them because I have guns in the house, but I just felt this responsibility to uh, teach them just the Fair basics, you know? Oh, I mean, I did okay. teach them how to shoot yeah. as they got older, but, you know, side alignment, side picture, you know, how to shoot long range or whatever. But mm-hmm. it was uh, like the basic handling of guns. When you pick up a gun, don't put your finger on the trigger, you know? Yeah. Like that takes some practice because your natural instinct when you grab it, you know, that's what it's supposed to do. Your grip is supposed to go like this, <laughs> yeah. you know? So you have to, you know, learn. Like, don't do this, you know, pick it up like this, you know, whatever. But yeah, so that's, I started that with a, as a young age, but you know, you're learning this stuff and it kind of, you know, you got into airsoft and now it's spilling over into these other things that, you know, you're getting interested in, which is really cool, man. I like that.
1: Yeah, no, it's great. I mean, growing up, you know, I would go to camp and they would have like, you know, 22 bolt action shooting ranges and they would teach you kind of gun safety there. Um, but you know, so yeah, to your point, you know, going, playing airsoft, you know, it's, it's still, in some sense, it's a we'll call it a firearm that shoots a, sure thing that could hurt you at, depending on where you are. So you definitely want to make sure you're you're staying safe.
0: Have you seen those uh, videos where, um, you know, I know you just started kind of like doing your YouTube channel, but I'm mm-hmm. sure you've been watching some videos here and there over the you know whatever oh, past yeah. few months. Have you seen those ones where uh, people get them embedded in their cheek or their oh, lip or their man. eyebrow? <laughs> yeah, I, that's
1: funny that you bring that up. I had a teammate who actually got part of his tooth shot out, mm. like, a couple
0: weeks ago. Um, yeah. Open plate. And so wear your face masks, people, for the love of I'm God. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, you got to wear them. So yeah. JP, he'll wear uh, – if he doesn't want to wear one, like, in the summer, mm-hmm. he'll wear uh, just his goggles, but then he'll wear um, a uh, mouth guard, you know, like that's you do in football. Smart. That's smart. Yeah.
1: I, I've, I saw a few guys running a uh, mouth guard, and then it was, like – also a mouth guard, but it kind of went on the outside of your lips, yeah. if that makes sense, mm-hmm. um, which I've, I've never seen before. So I was um, – yeah, you definitely don't want to pay like a couple thousand dollars to get your, your tooth fixed
0: because it got no. shot by a BB. Yeah, I was uh, the last um, – so Alex Hillary, she's in the UK, uh, the podcast I did with her, she actually shot shot someone's tooth out in mm-hmm. like one of her first games. Oh, the first and, game. Uh,
1: and then airsoft i'd I'd quit after that if that happened oh yeah she well
0: she shot this up yeah she shot the dude's you know tooth out well then i said uh she was like i was so worried i was gonna have to pay for his dental bill yeah but uh you know she didn't he he got fit he was fine and but i said uh you know does he still play airsoft she said yeah i said does he wear a face mask she said yep yeah (laughs) and then uh hard way yeah vixen who's in the uk as well uh the podcast I did with her just you know a couple of weeks ago, she said uh, she got her tooth shot out, Ooh, and she said I thought I had a chunk of the BB in my mouth, so I spit it out. She said, "Oh shit, that's my tooth." Oh, that's that's my <laughs> tooth, dude. Yeah, that's not a she, I said, "Did you save your tooth?" So she said, "Yeah, I saved it, but uh, luckily her cousin or aunt or something like that is an actual dentist, so oh, she took it lucky. to them Ooh, the next lucky. morning and got it fixed." <laughs> you yeah. know with with her piece of tooth there <laughs> yeah, exactly. but yeah that would uh yeah you don't man that would uh uh-uh. uh that would hurt yeah
1: <laughs> that would hurt that and uh like you said getting like a bb embedded into your your skin right? yeah. so eesh, that would that would not be fun
0: yeah these guys where uh, they go you know they go pretty geared up when they do these yeah. uh, but they you know they do mill sims so they have done uh the one day things they have done the uh, cqb uh here and there but um they like the mil sims because they like that full experience it's kind of like a vacation so oh absolutely it is yeah especially if you have to drive a couple hours or a few hours away it's uh you know the whole experience is you know months of planning so you got to get your ticket ahead of time you've got to get all your gear ready you've got to get you know a place to stay if you're not going to you know sleep on the field uh you know so it's it's a really you know fun vacation for them mm-hmm. that incorporates some gameplay that they love yeah. to do so no it is it,
1: it really is an experience i mean i've been you know planning for a for southern front for like a month now give or take yeah. just you know buying camping gear bb's making sure you know my guns are going to be working and stuff like that and just tweaking stuff from the last Milsom that i was at um and like I, you know, that's equally as fun as going out to play. You know, just like getting excited and getting the energy going. You know, talking to guys on the team, like, oh, you know, what do you have going on, and just kind of comparing kits and stuff
0: like that. So, I
1: mean, to your point, start to finish, it's 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 an experience.
0: Yeah. The, these events that these guys go to, and what you're talking about, you don't just get your personal stuff. Like you're getting, you're you're looking forward to getting all this stuff together, and you know, prepping for this. But then when you get there, man, it's the camaraderie. I mean, it's the same camaraderie that I had in the military. It's the, you know, you all go through that, you know, all that, you know, that weekend. You go, and especially if it's bad weather, you know, if it's really extremely hot or if it's, you know, really rainy and muddy. uh, You got, you all go through the shit together uh, and it's, you know, it makes for a, you know, a, a really big, you know, camaraderie. Uh, building event, I guess, you know? Yeah,
1: team building. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 good that you brought that up because, you know, I went out with my team, the Ghost Frogs, to um, Reindeer Games, and it just, you know, we, we left just knowing each other so much better and just being closer as a team, just, you know, through communication, you know, who's playing their role and stuff like that. Um, you know, and we're, we're, we're pretty split up. I, I want to say, like, 80% of the guys on the team um, are either active military or... Um, retired. And then there's kind of the 20% like me who are just, you know, just playing airsoft to have fun. Yeah. And, uh, they, they love stuff like this cause it you know, reminds them of the, the good old days, if you will. Yeah. Um, so it's just, it's so much fun, man. I, I can't wait to
0: go out there again. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I love seeing it, you know, mm. with, uh, especially with people I know, you know, mm. I edit these guys videos and stuff when they go to an event and now that we've, you know, branched out with, Uh, well, I guess we, you know, all the people I've met through this experience, uh, you know, on our channel and they have, you know, some of them have their own YouTube channel, uh, like I was talking about, you know, Gunfather Milsim, you know, these kind of things. It's, uh, it's really cool to trade stories and, uh, and have that connection with each other, you know? Oh yeah.
1: No, it's just, it's cool just to like talk to people within the community and just, just, you know, talk about different experiences where people are out in the world. Um, you know, to your point, you're talking about people, you know, with people who are all, all, you know, in the UK, which is crazy. And, uh, I've been lucky enough to talk to some people who are in, you know, Croatia and kind of hear their experience. Um, and so it's just, you know, the wonders of the internet, if you will, it's, Mm. it's super, super cool. I mean, I met, um, uh, radar from the moon goons, which is a a team kind of out in the East coast, I think, New Jersey. Um, and we followed each other on Instagram. And uh, we are actually able to meet in person um, nice. at Reindeer Games, which is just, it's just crazy cool. It's just like, here's this ra- random guy who I met online and now we're hanging out at Reindeer Games, just shooting the shit about. And he was the, he's the asshole who introduced me to Night Vision and uh, you know, <laughs> helped, helped me through the whole buying process. So i prefer for emptying my bank account a little
0: bit. Uh, yeah, it's, I know, it's, right? It's, it's super, it's super cool. It's super cool. That is awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, everyone I've talked to, they're so uh, surprised, I guess, by how tight the Airsoft community is. You know, when they first yes. start getting into it, they're like rookies, right? So you always expect, I think it's kind of natural because of how we grow up. Oh, yeah. You're going to be hazed. You're going to be shit on. You're going to be, you know, fuck you, kid. You know, you're a rookie. You're a noob. Yep. You know, you get on Call of Duty, <laughs> you know, you'll for five minutes, you'll hear it, you know? Oh, my God. So <laughs> it's, uh, I think we have that expectation. And when you get there... It's uh, you know, the veterans in airsoft are super welcoming to the noobs. Like they are, which is great. It's awesome. Yeah, it's such a tight community, mm-hmm. and uh, it's very different that way. You know? Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, like the the noobs are going
1: to be the guys who go to the Milsims, you know, who are going, you know, they're like the next generation. And it sounds kind of corny, but you know, yeah. being nice to the, the the newbies they're they're the future of the
0: sport, um, in some regard. Absolutely. So, well, you need more targets, you know, and you need people out there that learn the rules like, and that, yes. that, uh, sense of honor, you know, because yep. airsoft is about, you know, it's on the honor system, you know, awesome right? you can call your hit. Yep. So, uh, you know, I remember days when I started paintball, it was, we'd show up to, a uh, you know, a, an actual pay field and it was just the five of us. Yeah. And we're waiting because we're excited. So we get it there, you know, as soon as they open on a Saturday and no one's there. We're like, well, fuck, how are we going to play with five people? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so we always encourage, uh, you know, the like, hey, I don't care if you're new or not. Hey, here, 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 here's some basics. Just do this, this, and this, whatever. All right, let's go, you yeah. know. But um, I was talking to uh, a guy, uh, Curly, his call sign's Curly. Mm-hmm in the uk just a couple days ago and he says uh we were talking about the same thing you know this where you know you show up and there's hardly anyone there and he said the field that they play at now has gotten so popular on an open play day on like a saturday wow they'll have an average of 100 to 120 people show up jesus man that's every saturday that's that's i said holy shit
1: that is cool that is a bit that's that's a really good crowd for airsoft Mm -hmm. man that's great yeah, our fields, you know, uh, we get. I want to say like fifty to eighty people, probably for open plays and you know events. Uh, my team, the Ghost Frogs, will will host events um, and we'll get you know a hundred, little over hundred. So yeah. it's just you know, and I feel That's like good. we're growing every single time because uh, uh, Cameron, our um, the guy who's in charge of the team, he's really good at just like he's such like a charismatic guy and he's just like the person who can talk to like literally everyone. Um, and so he's able to go out and just promote stuff and just every one of the ghost frogs, they're able to just, uh, you know, go out, have a good time, play fair and, uh, get the, get, get, get the good word of the
0: sport out there if you will. Yeah, for sure. So you're excited about this uh, next event. When's that in a couple months.
1: That is actually next, uh, next weekend. Um, not, not this, not this upcoming weekend, yeah. yeah. next weekend. I
0: think it's the 19th
1: and that is taking place. Um, I think kind of outside of Dallas, I want to say, Okay, which is about a four or five hour drive for me. Um, so me and the ghost frogs are going to go up. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, like we were talking about, just looking forward to another good weekend of airsoft. Awesome, man.
0: Well, it's been really nice talking with you, man. I, you know, it's really good to meet you. How long have we been talking for, dude? I feel like it's been like five minutes. <laughs> uh, let me check. Timer? I honestly yeah, don't know. Feels like it's an hour long. and ten minutes. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Great,
1: man. Time flies when yeah.
0: Well, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad it's uh, it's not. You know, a lot of people ask me when they um, when I when they start. You know, if I message them on Instagram, they're like, um, uh, "Do I need to prep? Do I need to like?" Uh, have any kind of questions that I need to answer? Yeah. I'm like, no, yeah. man, we're just bullshitting. It's it's gonna I, be yeah. fine.
1: I was a little nervous at first. I'm like, oh my god, a podcast. I've never been on one before. And then I watched your yeah. videos, and I was like, oh, like this is totally just like relax. Like it's a good time. You're just like, yeah. you know, it's your point. You're bullshitting, talking about the sport and stuff that you like. So thank yeah. you so much for having me on, man. This was this was a really fun time. It was Awesome.
0: Great well, I yeah, I look forward to another one. You know, in the future, please. Uh, yeah, it'd be great. You know, you have some. Uh, I want to hear about these uh, night visions you got uh, the next time we talk, you know, if you're able um, to use them on the yes, field. Sir.
1: Hopefully I'll, I'll be using them at, uh, at Southern, at Southern front with the ghost frogs. I'm going to buy like a little, uh, device that can capture video through it. Um, awesome. so definitely uh, look for some stuff on uh, Instagram and YouTube.
0: Yeah. So what's your, uh, where can people find you on those?
1: Yeah. So admin airsoft on uh, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook, and then, uh, my team, the ghost frogs, you can find them, uh, ghost frogs, airsoft, on Instagram, I am going to plug. Uh, we have a, we're developing a gaming app to track our teammates and objectives on the field for Black Box Three, which will be happening March 20th at uh, the Tanks Airsoft Field in Houston, Texas. So if anyone nice. watching
0: this is in Houston, Texas, come on out and uh, play some
1: airsoft with us. Awesome, dude.
0: Yeah, I think we have a couple guys on our uh, Discord that are in Texas. Hell yeah. Well, tell them to come on out. Oh, we'll that'd be great. On. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, man. It was great to meet you, like and I does. look forward to our next one. Yeah, boss. Appreciate it, man. Have a good night. Later, bro. All right. You too.